So, 8-4, to four, huh? Wow. Penguins doubling up the Sabres in a big way. Jeff Carter, four goals, and everybody's all fired up because, I don't know, all they did was beat the Sabres. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates. What does it mean? Well, as I've been talking about throughout the week and looking at the remainder of the Penguin schedule, and there is, of course, only one game after this, and that'll be Saturday at PPG Paints Arena against this same Buffalo team. This stuff is meaningless. Can't make that point strongly enough. Yeah, it's nice that they scored a bunch of goals, and it's Nicer still that everybody seems to appreciate Jeff Carter for the very good hockey player that he still is. And, by the way, always has been. Anybody who was comparing Carter to Patrick Marlowe or other overaged acquisitions the Penguins had from the past completely whiffed. And I knew that was the case at the time because I've seen a fair amount of Los Angeles hockey over the years, including this season. And Carter still got the wheels. And as long as he's still got the wheels, he's going to be able to combine it with that size and all that skill that he's shown over the years to still be a very good, very, very good NHL player. What else? What else you got from this one? I mean, they gave up some goals too. Here's what Carter had to say about the way the Penguins performed in this game in general. You obviously want to tighten things up. I think, uh, you know, these games are hard to play sometimes, especially when you're playing a team that's, uh, you know, that's out of the playoffs. Um, They play pretty free. But with that said, uh, you know, we have one game left where, um, you know, after that game on Saturday, we need to be firing on all cylinders. So um, it's definitely something that's been talked about. Um, You know, hopefully we can come out – Saturday and and really lock things down and and create offense off of of our defense. See what I mean? There just isn't much there there. These guys don't... It's not that they don't look at these games as being meaningful. They understand that any time you take the rink, it's meaningful. And it's not even that it doesn't matter where they end up in the standings or that they're not angling for... uh, a certain playoff position, or for that matter, even trying to clinch the division. It's just that you're facing an opponent that's just flying by the seat of its pants. There's no rhyme or reason to what it is that they're doing. They're not striving for any structure of their own. Same thing as the games against the Flyers. Same thing as the games against the Devils. This is just how it goes. Don't be surprised to see another one of these on Saturday, and maybe it'll even be Buffalo with the eight, and it won't matter. So, now that I've got that cleared up, (laughs) this portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is always brought to you by FuboTV. Monthly cost of cable bill is around $200. FuboTV is $65 a month for all the same channels, including AT&T, Sportsnet, Pittsburgh, Go right now to FuboTV.com slash DK to get 15% off your first month. One more time, FuboTV.com 
slash DK. There isn't anything to angle for here. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing the laundry go up. I'm sure the players, the coaches, everybody associated with the Penguins wouldn't mind an opportunity to put up another division banner. But it's just from the standpoint of matchups, you tell me. You tell me while I'm saying this. Before I even get around to any kind of explanation, you tell me which team you'd like to see Pittsburgh face in the first round and why. I mean, you can take the easy route and say, well, the Islanders, because they were 6-2 and two against them, but the Islanders were an Eastern Conference finalist last year. And that's a really good hockey team still. And they can defend. They can defend arguably as diligently as any team in the conference, though I'll occasionally make that same case for Boston. How about the Capitals? You want to do that? The Penguins were 6-2 and two against the Capitals, too. Eager to face those guys in the first round when you know that Tom Wilson's got carte blanche to do whatever he wants to anyone he wants with zero repercussion. He can do it right there in the middle of of America's largest media market and cause a fuss unlike anything we've seen in hockey in a long time and completely get away with it. If anything, now you'll see George Peros and Gary Bettman and everybody else really hunker down on the Wilson thing. He won't be able to do anything wrong. Want to face them in the first round? I didn't think so. Maybe that's your... Motivation for Saturday is to hope to surpass Washington for first place and not have to face all that mess. I'm not suggesting the Penguins can't beat the Capitals. Again, they were 6-2 and two against them. They have significant advantages over Washington on a lot of fronts, not least of which, at least I think, is goaltending. And the Capitals are slower on the blue line. And the Capitals are slower up front. And the Capitals aren't as deep up front. There's a lot of pluses. I just, I'm not interested in seeing the Penguin Stars get carted off right now. So beat those guys out. Avoid them. And then there's Boston. There's the Bruins. There's that team that I I just, you can't, do anything to avoid them. This division is just airtight right now. You're not going to be able to scheme your way into anything. In fact, even the Penguins winning Saturday doesn't get them the division. Washington has the division in its control simply by winning its last two games in regulation, which is eminently capable of doing. So there's nothing you can do here to angle, but if you could the Bruins man that that's the one that I know last bad thing I saw last bad thing I saw but the last bad thing we all saw were those two games against Boston yes including the one to nothing victory because in the one to nothing victory the Penguins were terrific Jeff Carter referred after the game last night to the the Penguins level of tightness well we had not seen them before or since 
anywhere near as tight as they were in that game, that one to nothing victory over the Bruins. And that's what it took. You can say, well, that's just playoff hockey. That's just, you know, that's the way it is. But it's, it's a lot of energy to expend. Uh, it's a lot to invest game after game after game. And when the scores are that close, which they will be with that kind of tight checking, anything can happen, including Tuka Rask <laughs> outplaying the Penguins goaltender which has only happened, you know, almost always, for years now. That's the one I'd like to stay away from. But there's nothing they can do about it. Just go out and play another good game on Saturday, get everybody healthy, hope that Brandon Tanev poking around on the ice uh, yesterday in a, non, in, a, in a regular, I should say, I was about to say non-contact, but in a regular sweater, hope that that's a good sign Get everybody ready to go, and whenever Gary and the boys finally figure out when the playoffs are going to start, we'll see if they get around to that at some point, you know, in the garage. Then, you know, just have your best game. Have your best game, plain and simple. Do not get hurt tomorrow. That's enough. When we come back, this one. For just one question, and it's brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where all it takes is one dollar to contribute to five full meals. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. Today's question comes from Brian, who asks if Jeff Carter keeps contributing like he did tonight. Does this team remind you of a stronger 2016 team? The Carter line being comparable to HBK, ZAR, Blugs, and Tanev. He's using all these nicknames for a stronger fourth line and a more comprehensive defense core. The only question mark is maybe goalie. Well, <laughs> that's a heck of a question mark you got there, my man. Uh, no, this team does not remind me of the 2016 team. Um, and I say that with respect to what this team has achieved. Uh, that team was blazing fast. That team generated shot attempts at a rate that we really still haven't seen in hockey since then. They were all about high-energy, high-octane offense. Sure, they defended when they needed to, but when you're looking at that HBK line, not so much Benino, obviously, but Kessel and Hagelin were just unbelievably fast. They backed off every defense pairing they faced, and it was usually, of course, the third defense pairing since that's the way the matchups would fall. Not that Benino couldn't skate with those guys, but, well, he didn't. He couldn't skate with those guys, but he did well enough to stay up there. Uh, no. Not everything has to be about HBK when comparing third lines. That's a special group. Phil Kessel's a special player. But at the same time, Jeff Carter 
to kind of repeat this from the first segment, is a special player himself and has been for a really long time. I know what his age is. I know he's 36, and I, but I also know what his size is. I also know that his speed is still there, and I also know that he's forever had that shot, had that finish. And not just the way maybe you've thought about Carter in the past, and I know that I used to, uh, as being that guy who would come flying down the right wing, as one of those rare guys that would still take that old-school shot from the right circle, classic right winger, even when he was playing center. I, he's always been a guy who's actually gotten most of his goals right around the net because he's not only big, but he's not afraid of anything or anyone. And he'll go where he needs to to get them. This is a terrific addition. Instead of comparing anybody to this or that or whatever, I just want to say this is a terrific addition by Ron Hextall. Uh, he knew who his guy was. He had his target. He had it set for a long time. He had a lot of discussions with the management in Los Angeles, with, with whom, of course, he was very familiar. And he was familiar with Jeff himself. And he went and got him, and he did it without giving up a first-round pick. And he, he just – he's shown me a lot in this short time that he's been in Pittsburgh with the Carter trade, but even more – with that patented patience that he showed over the years when he was in Philly. If you think about it, man, if you come in and you take over a team that's playing this well, you really want to put your stamp on there. You want to put your fingerprint. And there were times when he was the GM where they weren't playing so well or they had big uh, messes that they'd made. And he never lost his cool. Right when everybody thought... If you'll recall that the Penguins were just, oh my God, you got to do something. There's all these injuries. There's everything else. This is all going to fall apart. Hextall's answer was to bring up Freddie Goudreau, and we're like, that's it? Really? But if you do your homework and you believe in yourself, and you believe in the decisions that you made, and that they're informed decisions, then you'd have the right book on Freddie. And he did. And they did. And Freddie came up and kind of straightened everything out himself, remember? But there was still one more move to make. And he made it. It looks like a really, really, really good one. And remember, Carter signed for next year, too. Thanks for the question, Brian. Thanks to everybody uh, for listening to today's Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll be back with more of these next Monday. Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.